Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Devin Saylor. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, if you didn't catch it last week, we're in the middle of a month-long series called Mythbusters. And that's where we are, we're tackling uh, myths or facts related to nature. Um, so this week... We thought we'd cover the old moss on the north side of a tree. And um, I think there's that, you know, that old thought that like, if you look at the moss on the north side of the tree and you're lost in the woods, that's how you can get out. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to cover that and see whether it's true or not. Um, so had you heard about that prior to us discussing it yeah i've definitely heard it growing up like always look for the moss it's on the north side of the tree like it'll help you get out yeah um have you ever got lost in the woods i have not thankfully yeah neither have i so i didn't have to try this one out (laughs) but um it's definitely went through my mind you know my mind a couple times when i was out in the woods um but so let's present the scenario you're lost in the woods no phone or maybe the battery died how do you orient yourself to your surroundings um and so like we said you know a lot of people have said in the past oh look for the moss on the north side of the tree um and that'll help you get out of the woods mm-hmm. um so first of all we wanted to cover moss because that that in itself is pretty interesting yeah uh it's an organism that apparently grows in a lot of places so yeah. um we'll find out you know just how much grows in pennsylvania uh, we'll talk about the range um just talk about everything you ever want to know about moss so let's do it okay so mosses are a non-flowering plant that produce spores and they have stems and leaves but they don't have true roots so that makes them a bryophyte they definitely differ a lot from each other um like there's very different varieties like there's a lot of things that look different but they're all moss Mm -hmm. that makes sense so they differ from one another primarily on like their structure and their specialization of their sporangia or their spore cases where they keep their spores. So they produce spores. That's how they reproduce. So that's kind of like their seeds. Yeah, kind of like mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I found that there actually are approximately 14,500 different species of moss throughout the whole world. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I tried to look up well, just how many there were as far as species are concerned in Pennsylvania. And mm-hmm. it's just hard to put a number on it. Yeah. Um, I'll get to that a little bit later. but Okay. Um, so if you look out and look at a moss, they come in a different bunch of different varieties. Like I said, anything from like some tall, thick carpets throughout the, like the floor of the forest. Some more flat and like spongy kinds of mosses, which is probably what most people think of when they think of moss, I would think. Mm-hmm. And then there's some that are just like kind of like straggling and they kind of hang all over the place. So they're very different. All right. Yeah. So let's talk about moss range. Um, Really mosses, as you kind of alluded to, are present in just about every forest community. Um, And that's regardless of its size and condition. Um, It's really well documented that mosses are sensitive to human disturbance. And because of that, it's actually a good indicator of habitat quality. So I think you also mentioned they tend to live on trees and shrubs. Um, They're considered epiphytes. So you mentioned they're rootless and they're independent living plants. So they absorb their 
their moisture, their water, instead of the roots, they absorb it through the atmosphere. Uh, we talked a little bit about number of species, and like I said, um, really hard to put a number on exactly how many species of moss are found in Pennsylvania. Um, I did find a paper written in 2014, and this was actually done one county over in Wayne County, okay. um, and they described a recent species inventory of the bryophyte family, which you said that's the moss family. Um, they identified 47 new mosses wow. that were previously unknown, um, and that brought the total to 91 bryophyte species. That's that, awesome. That they knew about just in that county. So, wow. Um, that's a lot just for one county, you would think. Yeah. Ecologically, Wayne County is fairly similar to, to Susquehanna County. So, you know, we could say maybe in the 90 range, maybe more, maybe less, but uh, still, that's a lot of species. Absolutely. Yeah. More than 100 different species have been identified just through fossils of the Paleogene and Neogene periods. So some specific times when just new mosses started coming out through fossils. Um, their life cycle, it's pretty similar to some other plants. Uh, they have what's called alternating generations, I found. So they have one generation is more of like the um, gametophyte generation. And then the second generation will be the sporophyte generation that actually produces the spores for the next generation to keep going so okay all right so as we always try to do let's bring you some fun facts yeah um turns out that moss is one of the 10 most sought after non-timber forest products in the state wow which i didn't even really think about you know non-timber forest products to begin with yeah um but yeah if, if people aren't harvesting trees they're harvesting Things like, I guess, mushrooms and that sort of thing. Um, so, moss seems to be one of those things that people like. I'd never think of that. Yeah. Um, and on that same note, moss buyers, they report purchasing upwards of a million pounds a year. Wow. So that's a lot of moss. Yeah, it is. So, I did find that actually a lot of smaller plants that have the name moss aren't actually moss. So... What are they? Doesn't really say, but I know like one specifically... Which is kind of funny ties back to our point is the moss that's found on the north side of trees isn't actually a moss. It's a green alga I found. Okay. So yeah. Kind right. of funny, yeah. yeah. Full circle. Go here. figure. Yep. Uh, we kind of mentioned this before, but unlike most other plants, mosses don't have roots. Mm -hmm. um, so you said they have rhizoids, uh, small hair-like structures, and that main function is anchoring the plant mm -hmm. to the rock or the bark or the soil. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was really cool. I did also find that um, moss is very similar to grass in like the lifespan. It typically lives about 10 years depending on how well it's maintained and like what kind of moss it is and like where it is. So like heavy traffic areas, it's obviously not going to last quite that long, but maybe somewhere out in the middle of the woods where nobody's bothering it, it'll live for 10 years. Yeah. Um, I did find where there's one species that's actually luminous. It glows. Um, it's one of the most well-known cave mosses. Uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce this name. <laughs> Definitely not. But uh, it's also referred to as dragon's gold. Okay. Um, so it shines an emerald green color. Um, and it's adapted to cope with the lack of light. Um, so not found in PA. Or at least I didn't see it 
as far as a range in PA, but New England states, Pacific Northwest, uh, and definitely overseas as well. That's really so, cool. Yeah, I'd like to see that one. Absolutely. All right, so let's get back to the bottom line. Yep. Say we're out in the woods, lost. Is it a good idea to try to find moss so you can <laughs> get out of the woods? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> um, so as we kind of talked about, moss kind of grows everywhere in that mm-hmm. forest understory. Um, and so what you think might be the north side of a tree could be the southern side of the tree that turns out to be sh- a shaded portion. Probably not a good idea. Uh, orient yourself with the sun or, you know, if you're really lost and you're in the dark in the woods at night, um, you could also use the stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely not the moss on the north side of a tree. That one's false. Yep, that's yeah. kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, joke time? Absolutely. You know <laughs> yeah. it. So, what do you call the facial hair on a tree? Yeah, I don't know. A mustache. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Good deal. All right, we do have an event for you, and this one's at... Uh, Lackawanna State Park. They actually have a water fowl watch. Wow. So it's that time of year where a lot of birds are traveling south. So they figured they'd put on a water fowl watch. And that's Saturday, November 12th. And it's 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Um, so they're going to spend the morning checking out local ponds and lakes in search of ducks, geese, and other swimming birds. Uh, and they mention you'll never know what you find as all these birds are migrating south for the winter. Now, the group will convoy from site to site and you'll take your personal vehicle. Um, there'll be some walking expected. They mention if you have binoculars or a spotting scope to bring them. Uh, there will be some scopes and binoculars and field guides that they'll have for you. Um, so they're going to try to travel the Fords Lake, Corby Swamp, Lackawanna Lake, and they'll hit multiple access points on Lackawanna Lake. And uh, depending on time, they might hit some other sites as well. So they mentioned meeting at Fords Lake, and you can register on the DCNR website under events. So that one is Saturday, November 12th at 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Lackawanna State Park. So That sounds really cool. Yeah, sounds like a good time. All right, I guess that does it for today's show. If you have any questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and you can find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and you can ask questions or you can make comments about the show. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Devin Saylor. And I'm Don Hibbert saying, enjoy the outdoors.